Hello everyone, thanks for joining us. My name is Josh Myers. I'm joined by my co-host, Marissa. And we are the Overthinkers. We have a good one for you today. We'll be discussing the infamous Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. Uh, But before we we begin, I'd like to ask Marissa how her day was. My day. Um, It was above average day at work, I think, because um, we had a Thanksgiving meal. Lots of food, which food is my favorite thing in the whole world, Um, especially Thanksgiving food. And I ate a lot and I didn't want to work the rest of the day. Then I came home and I ate some more, so... That's cool. Thanksgiving a week early, that's a that's a pretty nice thing for your job to offer. Uh, today was my day off, so as you know, because we're married. Uh, yeah. But today was my day off, so I just hung around the house, and I cleaned up a little bit, and watched some YouTube. But uh, enough about that for right now. We'll talk about the uh, Snyder Cut. We're going to get right into it. So... Uh, I just want to start by asking, like, how much do you know about the Snyder Cut? Um, everything I know, I know from you. And you give me quite a bit of detail, whether I ask for it or not. Um, so definitely above average. I know more than the average person, I would say. So, like, if you had to put it in basic terms, what, what is the Snyder Cut? What does that mean to you? Okay, so you just want me to define I want to I want to hear what you think it is and then I'm going to tell you what I think it is. But from like an like, outsider perspective, like I'm just I'm more knowledgeable about. Yeah, I want to hear what what do you think the Snyder cut is? Just the definition. No, just tell me if I if I was like, "Hey, Marissa, what is the Snyder cut? What 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 is it?" It's the cut of Justice League that we never got to see. Because Zack Snyder was taken off of the film. Okay. Um, But, so you know, so you think it's different than the theatrical version. How different? Um, I think it's very different because I've heard there's clips, right? Like, and things from the trailer that were not in the theatrical release. Yes, yeah. Uh, in all of the trailers, there are clips, uh, moments that didn't make the final edit. Um, do you have any like desire to see the Snyder Cut? Yeah, I think um, I'll enjoy it a lot more because we recently, well, you watch it all the time, but I recently rewatched um, Batman vs Superman. Hey, uh, bef- before you go on. Um, because I feel like this is kind of what you were about to get into. Like, before we talk about the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League, tell me about your thoughts on Batman v Superman. Um, I think I like it more now than I did originally. I don't know why. I just went in watching it with a different mindset. Um, and it, well, actually, this is the reason I think it's better and it made more sense to me. Because I watched the extended cut when I watched it the second time, and I felt like that cut just like flowed a lot better, and it just made more sense to me. Okay, so for you, BVS is a better movie because it made more sense. Like that's that's what is that what you're like looking for? Well, compared to my first viewing, 
But I like um, that it's not cookie cutter. Okay. Um, that's always fun. And a movie that you can think about a little bit. Yeah, we've, we've talked about this a lot over the last uh, three and a half years. Like I, BVS is my favorite movie of all time. Um, I think it's a, a thoughtful movie. There's a lot of subtext uh, that's not apparent on the first viewing. Like the first time I watched that movie, I loved it. I really enjoyed watching it, but I loved it for reasons that are different from why I love it now. Um, I thought the movie was beautiful to look at with some like amazing action scenes and like this powerful performance from Ben Affleck. I think I knew right away that Ben Affleck's Batman was one of my favorite movie characters of all time. Um, so like those were the initial reasons that I personally loved ba- Batman v Superman. But like upon rewatching the movie and like hearing other people's uh, opinions on it and kind of what they what they think about it, uh, I noticed there's just a lot going on underneath the surface that maybe the average moviegoer doesn't see or understand. There's a lot of stuff in there about like American politics and power and uh, like biblical the, the biblical stuff. Yeah, uh, uh, the the obvious like. Superman is Jesus. Um, like that's the movie doesn't really hide that, but there's there's still a lot of subtle uh, references to the Bible in the movie. It's just a really it's a movie packed full of stuff uh, that requires you to pick it apart to fully understand and appreciate it. Right, like you just don't watch it and then the movie's over. You take a few minutes afterwards, think about it, yeah, take it all in. Um. I don't remember the name of the YouTube channel, but some guy just recently released like a 45-minute video explaining how he hated Batman v Superman at first, and now, three and a half years later, he loves it because he realizes that it it's not the movie that he wanted, which I think a lot of people feel that way. They're like, oh, this is a dark movie, and it's not like a Marvel movie, but like three years down the road, I think he realizes that the movie was trying to be something different, something unique, and um, like something personal from the filmmakers. And that's kind of like why I love it. I think that's why maybe you're starting to appreciate it more. Um, So yeah, Batman v Superman is a pretty incredible movie. And uh, that's that's why uh, I had interest in seeing Justice League in the first place. I'm not really that much of a a DC fan. I liked it. I was like a casual fan prior to BVS. But like that movie made me love this universe and like want to like research these characters and get to know them better. And that's the reason that I was even interested in seeing Justice League because I want to see Zack Snyder and Chris Terrio, the screenwriter of Batman v Superman. I wanted to see them continue uh, telling stories in this world that they established in Batman v Superman. Um, And like seeing the trailers for Justice League, uh, those were pretty amazing. Uh, The movie definitely seemed to uh, maybe take a lighter approach to the material than I was hoping for, but it it still looked and sounded like a Zack Snyder movie 
and then when the movie came out it looked kind of like a Zack Snyder movie and sounded like a Joss Whedon movie I want to hear your thoughts on Justice League like the first time you watched it okay well considering the first time we watched it was it a week before it came out? Yeah, yeah. We, we saw an advanced screening, a fan screening. Uh, it was pretty awesome. And I would like to point out, we were in almost the very first row. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's a huge screen. So we're looking like straight up the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was pretty hard for me to even really process what I was watching. Because I'm just like thinking about how uncomfortable I am in the seat. I think I, I, I still had a decent movie going experience like it wasn't like the, the the view didn't like destroy that but um i think like walking out of the theater like i knew that the, that wasn't a Zack snyder movie and like you you were you didn't really enjoy bvs all that much you had right. only I seen it once i didn't appreciate yeah, it yeah. the so, first time yeah walking out of justice league like did you like it more than batman v superman um yeah um but i think it was more fun for me because um wonder woman was in it and i just love gal yeah um that speaking of like actors Which, i mean i know she was in bbs too yeah, but. yeah oh yeah like her her moment her like the moment she popped up as wonder woman in batman v superman was an awesome moment you lo- did you what did you think about that like do you remember the scene <laughs> repeat the question when when uh the her first scene is wonder woman like her okay. the moment yes where the, oh yeah the song by the way that's just a great song like it's just like oh wow and i feel like i don't really get to see a lot of women in that role and i thought that was a big like a big moment yeah that, that's another reason that i think bbs is awesome I know, I know we're like backtracking a little bit to bbs but like wonder woman was awesome that was a character that admittedly i didn't really know a whole lot about and i wasn't really all that interested in learning more about her basically the dc universe was batman and a little bit of green lantern to me i feel like batman that's what a lot of people thought. um but yeah, like BVS came out, Wonder Woman's awesome, Gal Gadot is incredible. So uh, yeah, there's there are a lot of elements uh, about BVS, like a ton of them, that I was excited about seeing in Justice League, including Gal Gadot. So you you were saying like you really enjoyed uh, Gal Gal Gadot in Justice League? Yeah, um, I well, I mean, obviously they were trying to make Justice League more fun than BVS because that's what they assumed the audience wanted, um, and at the time. It was kind of fun. It was missing something. It, I mean, the movie. It didn't feel quite right. It wasn't. It wasn't great, but I I enjoyed it overall. Yeah. Um, months prior to that movie, uh, I think it was in May of 2017. It was announced. It was uh, provide information was provided by the the Hollywood Reporter that Zack Snyder was stepping down. And uh, Joss Whedon was taking over to do reshoots. So, like, from May all the way until November, like, deep down, I knew that major changes were happening to this movie because you don't just hire Joss Whedon, the director of two of the most successful comic book movies ever made at that point, to take over for, like, you don't, he, you don't just hire him to do, like, minor 
changes. You hire him to put his personal stamp on the movie and to make the movie more Joss Whedon-y than uh, Zack Snyder-y. So how did that news make you feel? Being like a huge Zack Snyder It was actually like, it was really sad for me. Um, Because like at that point, I was getting pretty hyped about the movie. And like, I remember going on walks every day and just listening to podcasts about Justice League related things and like comic books that uh, were believed to have inspired the movie. And I just knew at that point, like I had already loved Batman v Superman. I had decided that that movie was my favorite movie of all time. So, which is a big deal. You're a harsh critic. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't really, I don't really give a whole lot of movies like really high scores. Uh, And BVS is one of only like four or five movies that I've seen that I give a perfect score to. And yeah, so like that was my favorite movie of all time. Justice League looked awesome and fun. Um, And then I found out Zack Snyder is stepping away from the tragic passing of his daughter. And like that, that hit me on a lot of levels because for one, like I had realized that Zack Snyder was just an awesome guy. And I actually, I cared about the dude and finding out that his daughter uh, committed suicide like hit me emotionally and then also like thinking about selfishly that I'm probably not going to get the movie that I want. Um, that was pretty tough. I just tried to stay positive over the next, uh, what was it like five months until the movie came out thinking that maybe the changes were minimal. But again, deep down, I'm pretty sure I was aware people were telling me things. I had uh, direct message chats on Twitter with a couple of insiders and they were they were hinting pretty heavily that major changes were happening to the movie but it was kind of hard for me to accept that I was always like well maybe maybe their ins- their uh, sources aren't giving them completely accurate information uh, and then we went and saw the movie uh, November like 12th or something like that and walking out of the theater, I think I was in a little bit of denial. Like I knew that it wasn't a Zack Snyder movie, but I, I thought may, maybe it's pretty close to what Zack Snyder wanted. But like, like we, we had to drive pretty far to go see it. It was like an hour and a half drive from where we live to go see the movie. And on the drive back, I was just thinking about how that was not a Zack Snyder movie. Like my opinions about it changed um, pretty drastically over the course of the drive. And by the time I got home, I was already thinking, man, I really want Zack Snyder's cut of the movie before the hashtag even became a thing. Um, but yeah, like I knew right away that that wasn't Zack Snyder's movie. Well, not right away, but like pretty close to the time I left the theater. And I was just pretty disappointed about that. Uh, and on a second viewing, I tried to appreciate it more. I, I liked it more, but I think it was kind of just me like forcing myself to like it because I thought there were at that point there was pretty much no chance that we were going to get Zack Snyder's cut of the movie. Um, and then like a day or two later, the, the hashtag popped up. Uh, hashtag release the Snyder Cut, which has become a pretty big deal. Um, I want to hear your thoughts on that. Like, the whole movement, a lot has happened over the last two years. It began surprisingly kind of big. The petition that uh, was started, 
had like 180,000 signatures within a couple weeks, which is a lot more than I would have ever expected it to get. And it was even getting coverage from some blogs and like news outlets. And uh, <laughs> Warner Brothers, I don't know if they even really noticed or cared about it then. But, we're t- but like it was still a pretty small thing. Not a whole lot of people knew about it. Like it got coverage for a couple weeks, but after that, it kind of died down. And here we are, two years later, and just this past Sunday, over seven hundred thousand tweets with the hashtag retweeted, which is huge. Like that's that is kind of amazing how persistent like this fan movement is considering like everything has ha- that's happened over the two years and, and during that time Warner Brothers I think has ha- tried to make some hit pieces to uh, to discourage fans from asking for the Snyder Cut I think they used the Wall Street Journal to uh, put out a, a what, what would you call it? I guess a hit piece I guess is the best term where they were there were inside sources from this guy who wrote for the the Wall Street Journal, and his sources were telling him that a Snyder Cut never existed, which is totally something that was coordinated by executives at Warner Brothers, in my opinion. Um, but I think a, a lot has happened over the last two years, and it's pretty awesome what this fan movement has accomplished. And I just want to hear maybe your overall thoughts on that. I mean, obviously, I mean, I want it to happen. I have a lot of respect for um, companies that actually listen to their fans. Um, Like, for example, that whole Sonic thing. I know that's off topic a little. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of similar because because that they had to invest money to change the design. I think that's huge, and I think a company like that who made it. Uh, Universal. Okay. Like, I feel like they really care about their fans. And obviously, I mean, they'll make more money this way. But they've had to spend a lot and put a lot of effort into this. And I think Warner Brothers can do the same. Yeah, I think something interesting about that. There's a a strange dynamic going on. Because you're talking about with Sonic, there was a, a consensus among, like, everybody who watched the first trailer that the design looked terrible <laughs> whereas with that ba- okay with batman v superman the consensus among fans was that that was a terrible movie so like warner brothers kind of was listening to the fans by making major changes to justice league but i also think they underestimated another a large portion of the other side of that the people who really loved man of steel and batman v superman um because they're the ones that are making the noise. They're the ones that are talking about it. When Justice League came out, it was the movie was made for those fans that didn't like BVS and Man of Steel, and they hate it. They still hated it, and they st- they don't talk about it. Uh, and like now, yeah, it's interesting that two years later, I think a lot of people maybe maybe at this point people appreciate Zack Snyder's work more. And it's catching on with the people who originally didn't like Batman v Superman, like that video I was telling you about. And yeah, I think I think it's cool that Warner Brothers uh, appears to be anyway. There's no there there aren't any um, explicit comments from them or anything, but I've heard from some people that I trust, like Stephen Colbert from Screen Rant, 
and Dave the Film Junkie. I don't I don't know how you pronounce his last name, but they are two pretty reliable guys, and they seem to believe that Warner Brothers is making a push to release this movie. Um, I don't and I don't know the specifics. Obviously, I don't have any sources. I'm just reading the tea leaves, and uh, I do think that's awesome. But like the the really interesting thing about all of this is that it really is the fans who like encouraged Warner Brothers to even like look into it. Um, and I guess it's not just the well it 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 began with the fans like the fans showed Zack Snyder that there are people who care about his work and there are people that want to see his vision of these of these characters because uh, they're they're invested in the characters and the world that he created and like that persuaded Zack Snyder to uh, maybe uh, what's the what's like an analogy I'm looking for what um, maybe just like it they, like the fans and their support for Zack Snyder encouraged him to maybe have more confidence in like his abilities as a storyteller and a filmmaker and like I think again their support like pushed him to then push for the Snyder cut because like, but prior to this, he probably wasn't really, again, all that confident in himself. I, I'm sure he ha- obviously was confident, but I, th- I don't think he was confident in, like, the public's um, perception of his take on the DC Universe. And with this big fan uh, support, this big outcry of support from this uh, fairly sizable Zack Snyder fandom, I think he then realized that, you know, I can... I can try to push for this like put some stuff out there give the fans some little hints teases at what he had and uh and like in doing so it like pushed the fans to eat to like ask for the snyder cut even like with even more um like passion and like it's pretty cool it's like the fans encouraging zach and then the and then zach like encouraging the fans it's and then like the actors uh, he has a lot of people that he works with that i think really love working with him uh, and they're they're just like super supportive of him, like all of his like uh, crew members and the cast. Like everybody's like, yeah, like Zack Snyder's awesome to work with, and I think it's easy to root for him and like want to see his work. Because not only is he clearly like a great guy to work with, like he makes unique movies. He makes movies that like he has a strong like creative voice. And his movies are, like, they look great on a technical level. Like, he's just a master of his craft. Like, he he knew what he wanted to do. Like, he knows how he wants to tell stories, and he, like, perfected that. And I think that's just really cool that, like, a lot of fans, like, see that and appreciate it and, like, fight for, like, his, like, artistic creativity. And <laughs> that's just really cool, I think. The release of Snyder Cut movie is is more than just about the movie. Yeah, like I definitely want to see Justice League, and like I'm sure it'll be one of my favorite movies of all time if it's anything like Zack Snyder's other movies. But uh, I think it's just really cool that there are fans who are like fighting for big movies like this to not just be products and to be films. You know, like pieces of art. Yeah, like and, I don't think this is just this movement i guess we can say 
is just about this specific movie. I think it also pushes, well, if Warner Brothers goes through with this, um, have directors have more say instead of just the studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've, I'm always of the opinion that even if I don't really like a filmmaker's work, like I want to see what they like. I want to see what they, what their like cr- their voice comes up with. I want to just. I want to see like Michael Bay is not my favorite director, but he has a pretty strong voice, and he's definitely an auteur. And I don't care that his movies are sometimes loud and obnoxious. Like I still want them to exist because I want a lot of diversity, like in the film. In the world of movies, <laughs> I don't want every movie to be the same. I want every movie to be to be made from a strong creative voice. I just want there to be like movies made by committee can sometimes turn out great. I'm sure there are plenty of them that I like. Um, but I think it's just I think it's cool that uh, the release of Snyder Cut movement, yeah, is pushing more for just like more freedom from filmmakers because Hollywood kind of turned film into just a commercial business like that's what Disney has done that's what the Marvel Universe has done people love those movies and that's great uh, and I'm glad that they exist even if they're not for me I'm glad that they exist and but the problem with that is kind of like what Martin Scorsese was saying is that like the huge success of the Marvel movies kind of forces other studios to adopt that method because their movies aren't making any money and the only way to make money is by doing the same thing as your competitor and with uh justice league you're getting you're not getting that you're getting a movie that probably wouldn't fit into the marvel cinematic universe tonally but it would fit into Zack snyder's universe tonally and that's awesome Uh, and i just i think the fans are really cool for for like pushing for that and for getting other people to notice that and um, maybe making the rest of the industry realize that like film film matters and like having different voices matters and I just think it's really cool um, but do you have any more thoughts on just the release of Snyder Cut movement as a whole alright so I do I don't know how many trailers you've seen or how, how much you've studied the footage or heard about Justice League, the Snyder Cut, but uh, like, what do you expect from that movie? Like, with the knowledge that you do have, what kind of changes do you think? It's probably been a while since you've seen Justice League, so maybe you don't really remember Yeah, everything. well, I do remember being disappointed um, with how Superman, like, came about. I felt like um, as soon as he was entered into the movie, he was supposed to start out as a bad guy, right? Um, that's the movie implies that he. How do I put this into words? Like he is not Superman. He's just kind of like a a Kryptonian that was revived, like a Kryptonian zombie that is, doesn't really have thoughts at that mm-hmm. moment. That's kind of how I interpreted what was going on in that scene anyway. Well, I feel like that should have been, um, I guess, more work to get him back to normal. Yeah, I felt like yeah. rushed and like sped up, like, oh, suddenly he's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that scene with him fighting the Justice League, 
the rest of the Justice League could have been longer. It was I actually just watched that scene earlier today because uh, the last few days have kind of sparked my interest in like rewatching Justice League and kind of studying that movie because unfortunately I don't own the movie, um, so I'm only able to watch clips here and there. But uh, yeah, like the I think the clip that I watched on YouTube was four minutes. That was the entire Superman versus the League fight, and I don't I don't need the the, the fight to be like like twenty minutes long. Um, I mean, if it is, that's great. But if it's it doesn't have to be that long. But yeah, it just like it was kind of annoying that uh, Joss Whedon took the whole nightmare sequence from BBS where the Flash. tells Bruce that Lois is the key I think he says that Mm -hmm. yeah and then they decide to like put that in Justice League like I don't that's not I don't think that's the way Zack Snyder intended that scene to go it might be um but it certainly didn't play out that way like in the Snyder Cut it was probably prolonged and yeah like and actually like reviving him I, I think one of my biggest disappointments with that particular scene is that in Man of Steel, Clark Kent or Kal-El is, uh, I don't know what the word is, but they like put the codex into like his DNA, which is like this ancient Kryptonian like artifact. It's like important to them. I don't really know its purpose, but it's important to the Kryptonian society to the point where Zod wanted it really bad. And that, uh, Codex became part of Clark's DNA, and I thought that would have been interesting to like bring that back in Justice League because it was never referenced in Batman v Superman. It was never referenced in Justice League. I think it would have been really interesting to bring that back in some way to like create more of a uh, more connective tissue between Justice League and the other two movies because there really isn't a whole lot. Um, like, what are your thoughts on like Batman? in justice league like what do you think like his because for me he went from being like this really dark um like a like emotional character i guess not really emotional but there was a lot going on like he had like ptsd um and he was just like really interesting like an interesting batman character a brutal batman character like one that clearly had a history and this history was affecting him and like he became like a fascist. He was the he was the villain of Batman v Superman and in Justice League. He kind of became a joke. And part of that I think is because Ben Affleck didn't want to do the reshoots because he had more investment in the the uh, original Zack Snyder cut. And of course he's contracted to do it, so he's obligated to do the reshoots. And you could tell that he just wasn't all that invested and was kind of just going through the motions and i think that's one of the most disappointing things for me about that movie because Bat- or ben affleck's batman is again maybe my favorite movie character of all time and in justice league he's not even really a character he's just a meme like he he make he has this like big smile in the movie when superman shows up and it looks awful and totally out of character and i hated that line like something's definitely bleeding like, I don't mind dry humor from Batman, but like that, I don't know. It just felt very Joss Whedon-y, and I'm not, I'm not into it. And just, I really need to see what Zack Snyder and Ben Affleck did with the character in the original cut, because uh, 
as far as I'm concerned, the last time we saw Batman, Ben Affleck's Batman was in Batman v Superman. So, like, what are your thoughts on the character? Honestly, I think it says something that I don't remember a lot of Batman yeah. in that movie. Yeah. Um. He I, actually, there was a reshoot scene at the very beginning of the movie where he's uh, like spying on a burglar and he attacks him and then uh, tries to use the burglar's fear as bait to, to mm, uh, lure right. in one of the parademons which as far as i know isn't even a, a storyline in Zack snyder's cut there's no sound or i don't i mean there's probably maybe there's some kind of fear uh subplot that plays into the whole thing but like that scene I think like that scene would not fit into Zack Snyder's cut of Justice League because it wouldn't make sense. But anyway, I, I still kind of enjoyed that scene, even though it looked like a TV scene. It looked like something you'd find on the CW. I still thought it was kind of fun to watch. But really, other than that, he was pretty boring. I don't know. I, I didn't really find him all that interesting. Um, what are your thoughts on Superman and his upper lip? <laughs> um... For me, okay, initially, I don't think I really noticed um, because I wasn't really thinking about it or looking for it. Um, But then I did enjoy seeing things like online social media afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, like the very first scene in the movie. In fact, I think the very first, well, maybe not quite the very first shot because I think his back was turned to the camera in the first few frames but the moment he turns around like it just hit me i'm like that is a fake upper lip and i hope there are not a whole lot of uh scenes the rest of this movie where he looks like that but it turns out like 95 percent of the scenes he's in are reshoots which again makes me interested to see the snyder cut because there's an entirely different superman arc in that movie probably has a real lip yeah and he'll have a real lip like the scenes where he does have a real lip like he it looks great but man those scenes where his upper lip looks like it's animated are pretty distracting and kind of it's kind of sad that warner brothers like would refuse to release the snyder cut in its current state but is willing to release the theatrical cut of justice league like that 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 says a lot about how much they cared about the movie. Uh, it's pretty disappointing. Um, there's probably a lot of a lot more stuff we could talk about regarding the Snyder Cut, but I just I just want to hear like to wrap it up like what your your like maybe what you want to see from the Snyder Cut if it is released. Like what what are your like most anticipated? Like, we don't know what's going to happen in that movie, but, like, what's something you want to see in the Snyder Cut? Like, what what do you want to get out of that movie? Um, I don't know. Hmm. Okay, so for me, I just want Justice League to have, like, thoughtful subtext. Like, the theatrical cut does have some interesting things to say about, like, like, friendship and, uh, just like like hope and optimism and i think those are those are great things to have in movies and i imagine the just the snyder cut of justice league does uh touch on that a lot 
but I also th- I also want just a movie that I have to pick apart. I have to like kind of exactly like BVS. I okay. want a movie that like in that case, that's my answer because I feel like we didn't really talk about it much on the way back. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Because after we watch a movie, we always talk about it. Exactly. The yeah. best movies are the ones we talk about for hours. The ones that like like I w- yeah Justice League. The worst thing I can say about that movie. Uh, in like comparison to like the rest of Zack Snyder's filmography is it doesn't spark discussion it doesn't spark thoughtful discussion anyway like it's just a movie that's fun to watch like I still I still kind of like the theatrical cut I've I've grown to enjoy it a little more over the years um well, I, I'll probably like it even more if uh, I knew that the Snyder Cut was coming out, or if the Snyder Cut did come out. Like, I would probably even appreciate it more. Like, I would like comparing the two, and I would love that two versions of this movie exist. But uh, yeah, with the Snyder Cut, like, I just want a movie that that okay. I listen to this podcast called BVS by the Minute, and they 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 break down a minute of the movie, and sometimes the episodes are twenty minutes long. Like, that's kind of like what I want from Justice League. I want a movie that is so full of like like symbolism and just like thoughtful characters and uh like thoughtful camera work and it's just like beautiful to look at with great action scenes and cool mythology like i just want a movie that i could obsess over like i've been obsessing over batman v superman for three years like i that's not the way i feel about joss whedon's take on justice league and that's unfortunate uh, and that's what I want out of Zack Snyder's Justice League. And I, while I don't believe that it's going to be as um, interesting as Batman v Superman, because Zack Snyder had to make a lot of compromises to the movie before he even began filming, like Zack Snyder is just—I I know for sure that like he's the kind of filmmaker that will like his movies encourage that kind of stuff. Like, there's probably only one movie that he made that I don't really think encourages discussion, but it's also—it kind of does. But it's also just an awesome movie, and it's great to look at, and that's 300. The rest of his filmography, like, is... And maybe the Owl movie, but that maybe it's for kids. But, like, the rest of his filmography is is beautiful to look at, but also, like, like great to talk about and great to think about. And, like, like, rewarding to think about. And that's what I want out of Justice League. I want a movie that's rewarding not only as an experience, but, like, rewarding as, like, a... Uh, like an essay type thing you know like i want to be able to like like pick it apart and learn something from it as well as enjoy it which is exactly what i get with bvs so those are that's kind of like what you you think about like what you want out of the movie um yeah and i think um the flash is like an interesting character because i've seen like the cw version of course and i kind of just like that character um, so just more the Flash and maybe him not a comedian the whole time. Yeah, really. Yeah, I just want more of all the characters because I know that Zack Snyder probably had interesting plans with all of them. Because in the Joss Whedon cut, they're all they're all interesting, but they're not really all that different or new. Like they, like these characters exist in other movies already, but in this one, they're just wearing capes and costumes. They say the same things as other characters from other movies, whereas in Zack Snyder's like BBS and Man of Steel, those characters are different and unique, and that's that's what I'm looking forward to from the rest of the Justice League cast. Um, 
and even Steppenwolf. Because I think Lex Luthor is like an incredible villain. And I'm excited to see uh, what Steppenwolf has, like what he has to offer in the Snyder Cut. Uh, any closing thoughts on the Snyder Cut and just the whole thing, everything we've talked about? Um, well, I hope it happens just so we can have another podcast about it. And so you can stop talking about it. Oh, we'll see if it happens. I probably won't stop talking about it. Um, but I, if it doesn't happen, I, mean, I probably won't battle, stop talking the about it. The battle's won. Yeah, yeah. Like after that, I won't have to be like, "Hey, this happened. This interesting thing just popped up." Like I, that, I probably won't bug you with that anymore. But uh, yeah, I think I think this has been a a pretty good discussion. Um, I think we're gonna call it there. Um, until next time, I'm Josh Myers. Marissa. And we are the Overthinkers. Thank Bye. you. Bye.